TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. So I've seen a lot of your photos and stuff, and I've seen a little bit of your work, but, you know, talking about you are a badass yourself. I mean, some of those fi- so pictures, I mean, sexy badass, right? I try. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start at the to... beginning. When, uh, what, what, uh, what were you like? What, what was high school like? Were you very athletic? Were you into wrestling growing up and everything like that? Talk to us a little about growing um, up. Um, I definitely watched, I watched wrestling all my life. I never like, participated in it in high school or anything like that. Um, I did cheerleading for a little bit about a year. I did dance. Um, I liked playing sports. Like I played, but not on a team or anything like that, but I always, was always just very into sports. I loved wrestling. I never did it personally in high school, but watched it every week. I used to run rushing home for like Monday night row and things like that. And, um, definitely grew up watching it high school. Um, yeah, did dance and cheerleading a little bit and just play, play for fun outside. I just I had one other one one extra follow up actually I wanted to go back to the song thing just because it made me think of something so like if you had a uh, if you had like a song that kind of defined you like like something like you're walking around music so like when you were just out and about you know and you had a song that would play what what would that would that be that high heel song would it be would it be something different what like a what's one of the songs you love that just explains exactly who you are. What's in I your think iPod? High heels is a good fit. Like it really. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good fit. That it fits me. <laughs> just you know, try to be tough, sassy. You know, nobody can like mess with me type of thing. So yeah, I think that sure. would be the perfect song outside of everything. <laughs> okay. Okay. See, see, DP imagines life that when he wakes up in the morning, a certain song plays, and then when he gets to work and walks in, he gets another song, and then he has another song when he goes to lunch. That that's just that's just the way his brain works throughout a normal day. Yeah, it's, it's that something that just makes you feel confident when you walk in. You know, you feel good about yourself. Yeah, you got to have something. There's something that plays in exactly. your head. Exactly. So let's get back to gr- growing up a wrestling fan. Who who were you big on? I mean, men, women, who were your favorites? Um, all-time favorite easily is Shawn Michaels. I grew up watching him. I saw him maybe when I was like three years old for the first time. He was still in the Rockers, and I just thought he was amazing from the first time I saw him. Growing up, I also loved like Steve Austin would be like a second favorite. Um, always loved The Undertaker. Female sensational Sherry was always a favorite. I love Mae Young. Um, trying to think who else I grew up on. Uh, Bret Hart was another favorite. That few, you know, the whole thing with him and Shawn Michaels, the whole screw job that was like heartbreaking back in the day. And, but I was oh, yeah. Team Shawn Michaels, though. Sorry, Bret. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're in good company so though, because you... you got your PC Tunney over here loves Shawn Michaels. I'm a big Stone Cold guy. Well, how'd you how'd you feel when when Shawn Michaels turned on Marty Jannetty? That that was that heartbreaking for you too. 
I was actually excited. I was so happy for them to break up. I'm like, this is his time. He yeah. needs to be alone. I think I'm probably the only one happy. <laughs> you <laughs> and me, Ariella, we were cheering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was cheering, so your too. Favorite I was your, favorite, your, your favorite time for Sean had to have been when he was with uh, Sensational Sherry then. You probably really enjoyed those two working together. Oh, they were so good together. And I love that whoever she was, even like when she was a macho man for a while, she always balanced off the character of who she was working with and that's what made me love her so much and them together they were just sensational you know no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) so i imagine being this big wrestling fan that's what made you want to get into it at what point did you decide hey not only do i love watching this not only do i really like the characters and what they do this is something that i want to do this is something that i can be actually good at What, what when did you kind of figure that out Honestly, it was only maybe like five or six years ago. I was late. You know, I know a lot of people grew up wanting to be a wrestler. Me, for the most part, I was just a fan. I never thought I could do it. Then when I really was introduced to the independent scene, I would say maybe six years ago, I started going to live shows. I went to WWE shows live too, but like seeing the independent scene and I'm like, oh, maybe I can actually do this and talking to people. And they always said, you have a great wrestling mind. You know, you're such a fan. Why did you never do it? And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. And, you know, the worst, you know, worst case scenario, I'll get in better shape. And, you know, hopefully, you know, I've been very lucky <laughs> with it so far. And I hope that continues. But, yeah, it was just seeing it and then, like, being at the independent shows that really made me want to try it. And seeing now, like, in the past few years, how much women have grown in wrestling. I'm like, oh, great. Like, I can do this, too. Because I think, like, when I was growing up as a kid, you know, a lot of it was attitude era, so it was just like, you know, women, you know, dressed in bathing suits and stuff like that. Like, I don't, you know, they didn't wrestle as much, or it was just like a quick Divas match. So at that point, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to be half-naked on TV all the time. But yeah. <laughs> now right? seeing that women are growing so much in wrestling, I'm like, I want to be a part of this. So so what was the process like for you then when you, when you finally made that decision, I want to give it a shot, I want to, you know, see what I can do? Where, where did you go to seek out, like, uh, you know, training facilities or, you know, who trained you? How did you, how'd you get into that process? Um, actually, I'm a, um, Jay Lethal is a friend of mine, and he's actually one of the ones that convinced me to start training as well. And he introduced me to Amazing Red, and that's where I started nice. at House of Glory a couple of years ago. So, you know, easy to find, luckily not you know going through the search of trying and i think that's one thing that deterred me years ago because i'm like i don't know where to go this and that but once jay let uh you know introduced me to red i thought it was in queens i live in the bronx you know amazing red is you know reputable to say the least oh yeah so i was just able to go there and train and What's it like having that resource, though? I would imagine you still are able to, you know, contact and, and pick his brain and, and ask for, for any kind of little help here and there. What's it like having such an amazing resource like a Jay Lethal? Oh, it's been great. He was so helpful in the beginning and, you know, just always, get, you know, always, like you said, pick his brain for advice. And even I saw him recently for the first time in a while and I was just, you know, catching up with him and telling him about my progress and things like that. Like, he's been, and you see the success he had, how talented he is. So it was nice that, you know, somebody that I knew what they were doing, they knew, I knew that he wouldn't steer me wrong type of thing. So how long were you, how long were you there at that academy working and in training before you kind of got into, you know, getting some actual matches and everything like that? Um, I trained about five or six months before I started managing 
Um, my first match was actually maybe like almost a year and a half out of training. Like I was focusing on it. Like I was training, but like I was focusing on the managing because I really do enjoy managing too. And like, you know, I was training the whole time, but you know, I wanted to take it slow with doing matches. And then I finally got into it. I'm like, oh, I love wrestling too. Like I want to do both. And so I did that for a while. And then I took some time. I don't know if you know, like my career, I took off for about a year. And then now I'm just coming back. I've been back about maybe seven months. And now I'm really, like, even though I would want to manage to, but I'm really trying to focus more on the wrestling. So, yeah, so I would say five or six months before I managed my first show. And then about a little less than a year and a half before I actually wrestled my first match. Can you, can you give us a little background on the managing side? Because I know, you know, not many people know that probably that there's there's a lot to it when it, when there's being a manager there's a lot going on that you actually have to do and that you're involved in that match what you know what kind of things did you learn being a manager um yeah like you said there's so much because even though you're not physically in the match or maybe doing a lot physically you have to know what's going on you know what the story is what your cues are you know you're there like say if the wrestler that you're managing forgets his spot or doesn't know what to do, you can help him out or her out, I should say. Um, you know, you just have to be, a little, you know, knowing what's going on, even if you're not physically, you know, taking the bombs or, you know, doing the actual moves and stuff like that. You have to know what's happening from the bell, you know, from bell to bell. So face or heel, which one's more fun for you and which one do you prefer to be? Um, I'm a heel at heart. Um, I know <laughs> nice. Starting now, I'm starting to work face a little bit, and it's nice. You know, it's cool to have the fans cheer for you and stuff. But I think it's easier too to be a heel. It's easier to make people not like you than to get them behind you. And I don't know. I just always gave off a bitchy vibe. Sorry if that's a curse and can't say that. But um, yeah, I was like, people no, get no, that vibe good. off of me. Run with it. <laughs> it's nice pissing people off once in a while. You know, get out a little aggression of your own. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, though, being the, fa- being the face, there's there's less margin for error, right? Like, if you're a heel, you can kind of play something off as bad and, and piss off the crowd. But if you mess up a line as a face, they're going to get you. So you really got to be spot on when you're trying to be the good guy or good girl. Yeah, you have to get them behind you. And if you're not doing your job, you be, you know, you got to make them have sympathy for you. And that's not always easy. So... Like you said, heel, you can so, just play it off. Just, like, you know, give a nasty face or something like that, and you'll get easy heel. <laughs> just make fun of the city. Right, or you trip, <laughs> you trip coming in the ring. I meant to do that. You know, no one cares. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so I see you are, like, six dates in March, so you got a lot going on already. Tell me a little bit. You, are you actually going to a show tonight? Yeah, I'm, um, Prime Time said we do some tapings. We do them that's twice a month on Wednesday, so they, they air on YouTube weekly um, via B, B Plus Radio. And so we started doing them, like, the beginning of January. I did two matches, undefeated so far. Beat two men, by the way. Hey. So we're on awesome. our next set of taping. What was that? I said that's awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the We deserve to get our asses now, kicked. Traffic, unfortunately. So, but... um. Yeah, we're doing our next set of taping, so hopefully my streak will continue. And then we're doing our first live event, like in front of a crowd, um, March 17th in Ridgefield Park. So if you're listening, you should come out if you're in the area. (laughs) 
And then you can find all their information on Twitter at Primetime Fed. I believe that's the correct yeah. Twitter. Yeah, all the information so, is on there, and I'm posting it as well on my Facebook and Twitter as well. Tell everybody while we got you up on the subject here, all about your social media everywhere. Um, everything's pretty much like um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all Ariella Nick. It's very simple, my full name. And you can follow me on all of them. So you should, <laughs> if you're not already. <laughs> That's right. And you're, you're a good follow. I've been checking them out the, the last week or so. And I mean, not only is there a lot of information about what you got going on and what's happening all around the area there, but you have some very interesting tweets and Facebook posts once in a while. So people will be, they'll be enjoying themselves and entertained by you to say the least. Yeah, I try. <laughs> so I know you're super busy. Friday, talk to me a little bit about FBW Wrestling. Oh, FBW, they've been good to me. Um, I just joined them in July as the assistant GM, doing a diff totally different role than I'm used to, but it's been really good. We're coming back this Friday in Brooklyn. So, again, if you're in the area, you should definitely come by. And now I'm actually been promoted to the main GM, so now I get to have full control, and we'll see what I'm going to do. <laughs> Now you get to take advantage of the power, right? No, I'm going to be good, at least for now. So no taking <laughs> advantage. They try to call everything Build down the middle and, you know, no abuse. Try to give both sides equal chances and not putting up with anybody. And, you know, so I'm actually trying to be fair here. <laughs> you got to you build up some trust and then you pull the rug yeah, out gotta, from underneath them, right? The credibility first. Shush, don't tell him that. Don't tell him. <laughs> okay, sorry. We'll have to edit that. DP, edit that yeah. out. FBW, if you're listening, but <laughs> we didn't say that. Nobody, nobody heard you. <laughs> so there was one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Tests of Strength Wrestling. I see that's also on your schedule. I thought that was oh. a really cool. I, I hadn't heard of them before. I believe that's in Connecticut, correct? Yeah, yeah they're based in Hartford. So what do you got going on up there? I see you're wrestling there. I believe it's, what, uh, next week, Monday? It's actually it's this coming Sunday, the 4th. Um, I actually oh, have a single yep, match with Christina Marie, which I'm really looking forward to. You know, she's like the powerhouse now. So I'm looking forward to working with her. Um, I wrestled her once in a fatal four-way. That was back in December. But this is my first time taking her on in a singles match. So it should be good. Looking forward to it. So before we uh, we move on to another subject here, we got you talking about all these different places you wrestle at. Tell us what your favorite venue you have ever wrestled at and what it's kind of like. I mean, we go to a bunch of independent shows. Some of them have bigger, small arenas, and some of them have just tiny little halls that you kind of hit your head when they stand up on the top rope. But what has been your best experience as far as a venue that you really enjoy? Um, I guess it would have to be when I was with House of Glory at Amazura. The way they set up like that nightclub to be, it felt like a real, like big, like big time show. It had like the lights. It had, you know, it has like a big entranceway. It's like, it was huge. Like my, the first match I did there, there was literally almost a thousand fans. And like that experience was just amazing alone. So I would have to say that venue is just, I mean, and they've held it down. I don't think any other wrestling promotions run there, which is awesome for them. So... Yeah, like, that place is just beautiful. Like, the way they set it up. And, you know, it's a nightclub, and they have other, like, events there, too. And, like, just the setup of that is very nice. It really gives, like, a real feel to, like, a real show. 
being a nightclub, I would imagine the lighting would be excellent there. Oh, yeah. The way they did the light, it was so cool. I remember the first time being there. I'm like, this is so awesome. Like, I was very happy that <laughs> they were able to get there and um, lock that venue down for us. So, And they're still running there. And like, I can see each show, it's getting better and better. They have, like, the clips on the, on the big screens and stuff like that. They're, they're doing a really great job with it. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What uh, what kind of other places have you wrestled in? Is it mainly the East Coast? Is there a different? What other states do you go to? Um, yeah, I've been mostly on the East Coast. A lot in Jersey, some in Connecticut. I'm actually making a debut in Virginia. That's on the 10th. So um, I've been to Canada a couple of times. I would say Canada is probably the furthest I've been. So I'm hoping to expand to either like you know lower East Coast, like Florida, Georgia. I would love to wrestle down there. Um, would love to wrestle on the West Coast. Like California is like on my bucket list. I'm going to be down in New Orleans for like mania week. So hopefully maybe I can get a chance to wrestle down there somewhere last minute. I don't have anything booked right now, but you know, hopefully something could come up and that would be great to wrestle down there as well. You always carry your gear, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on your way to the West coast, if you stop in the Midwest, you know, Chicago, we're in Milwaukee area. There's some pretty nice promotions up here. So, you know, write us a line if you're coming through town. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Chicago's another one. They have so many like good promotions out there. They're another place that I definitely want to check out in the future. And hopefully I will get out there sooner than later. <laughs> is that your main goal this, this year, the rest of 2018, is to kind of expand where, you're, where you've been and kind of branch out to different places? Yes, that is the goal right now. Just really getting new places, traveling more, getting my name out there and just you know, getting better at what I do and, you know, training hard and, you know, man. So I would say traveling is my biggest goal right now. Wrestling new people, definitely want to network and work. I've worked with like a great people, but, you know, just want to get out there even more. So who's out there like, you know, independent wise, or maybe, you know, maybe a bigger name right now wise that you're, you're, you really want to get in the ring with that you, you think would be just an awesome match to have. 
Wow, there's so many. I don't even know where to start. There's so many talented women that, um, yeah, I don't even know where to begin. Like, you look at, like, somebody, like, names like Tessa Blanchard or, like, Tony Storm that are so good, and, like, you see, like, the girls on the East Coast here. Um, trying to, like, there's so many. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> it's, like, my list is so long that but I would say, I guess if I had to pick a dream opponent, it would probably be Tony Storm right now. Like, after seeing her in the Mae Young Classic, I was like, I have to get in the ring with her one day. So, you know, hopefully that can happen one day. I, know, I don't think she wrestles out here as much, but... You know, maybe it can happen. We'll see. You never know. So you bring up the Mae Young Classic. Big, big rest. You still, I know you're a big wrestling fan. You always have been. We we talked about that. But what do you watch now? What are you a big fan of, like, right now? Is you still keeping up with WWE? Is it more Japan? Is it more of the independence that you can actually watch and view here in the United States uh, on different avenues? Um, yeah, I do watch a little bit. I still watch, uh, you know, WWE Weekly. I try to check out TNA as well. Been following up with Ring of Honor, um, the Independence as well. Like, try to see what's going on here, like, you know, in the tri-state area. And then just checking out the major promotions, you know, throughout the country. You know, trying to find out where, you know, how to get booked for some of these places. <laughs> but, um, yeah, right? try, you know, Japan <laughs> too. Like, New Japan I love. I just got into them a couple of years ago, so... Yeah, I've been trying, you know, I try to check out everything, you know, you could always watch something, learn from it, and, you know, everything is different, you get different experiences watching WWE compared to Japan, compared to Independent, so, I like a different, you know, different variety, so I try to keep up with as much as I can. You gotta tell, you gotta tell your buddy Jay Lethal to take you to Japan one of these times when he goes for Ring of Honor, (laughs) you know, get you out there. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Is there, um, like, you know, of all the different wrestlers you face so far is there is there like a specific style or anything that that works well with you that you like the most um i don't know um you, you said style that works with or, me better or, or i don't know i feel I'm more like technical um i don't do a lot of high flying stuff like that's not my style i'm just not good at you know but um yeah, I would say like a more technical, grounded type of style is what I like best. Something like the old school days with like Bret Hart, when like the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels type matches, like we saw back in the old days. Yeah, exactly. And again, those are two of my favorites. So I guess that's what <laughs> you know I like because of them. And so. Ariella, we've totally enjoyed talking to you. I don't want to keep you too long. I know you have a busy schedule and a show to get to, and we got to have you back on because I there we've just scratching the surface with you, and you're you're fun to talk to. So my last question oh, to get you. you out of here before before you leave is: since you're a WWE fan, we're lifelong WWE fans. It's what we've we you know while we've all mixed in different stuff. Big topic right now. Your thoughts on Ronda Rousey and her first few happenings in the WWE. I'm excited for her. Like, she's really going to bring even more attention to women's wrestling. I know, like, I love that she's actually, like, a true fan. She loves, even though she, like, grew up, I guess, doing UFC, but, you know, she always loved wrestling. And, like, you could see it in her face. Like, when she comes out, like, she just wants to, like, mark out and be so excited like you could see it she's just trying to like you know keep her composure and i love that like i feel like this is genuine for her like she's not in it just for a paycheck so i'm looking forward to seeing what she's going to do you know seeing her transition from mma to wrestling 
it's going to be fun. I'm really excited about it. And like I said, I'm glad it seems genuine that this is something she really wants to do. Is there a specific woman you want to see Ronda Rousey wrestle coming up here in the future? Um, I will really, I guess my top two choices would be Asta and Charlotte. Like I think she would have a really good match for both of them. They're both hard hitting. Um, I think that would be like my top two choices. That would be like, I think her best matches on with the roster. Ariella, thanks again for coming on. Like I said, I'm going to bug you again on Twitter. I'll message you. We got to get you back on. Maybe we'll have you on one show and, and, and you can give us your take on all, we'll, you know, in the WWE part when we review all that or something like that one day. All right. Sounds good. You have my Twitter. You have my information. So just definitely keep in touch and I'm looking forward to coming back on soon. Appreciate it. Tell everybody one last time where they can find you on social media. Um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Ariella Nix. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.